Very special Halloween edition of the Danger Hour. <laughs> this is the fifth anniversary of the special Halloween edition, and according to tradition, the fifth anniversary gift is something made of wood. So maybe this year I should give you a wooden stake through the heart! <laughs> or maybe a wooden casket to bury you all in! <laughs> or for some of you freaks, how about a crucifix dildo? <laughs> the power of Christ compels your butthole! <laughs> Now that's scary! <laughs> Alright, without further ado, let's carry on with the show, shall we? And now, the fifth annual special Halloween edition of The Danger Hour! <laughs> My wife was shaking me quietly. I looked around the cabin. The girls must have gone to bed. The fire had burned down to embers. My glass of scotch was still in my hand. Something is tapping on the porch. Then I heard it too. I grabbed my axe and lit the lantern. I opened the door expecting a raccoon or, or maybe a skunk, but instead found a boy of about 10 years old. He stared at me petrified for a moment then bolted down the path through the woods. I gave chase. He was losing me, but I heard him tumble to the ground. I leapt on top of him in rage. Why were you knocking on my porch? I screamed. My uncles told me to! He stammered. I was no longer angry, but, but confused. But why? I asked. To get you out of your cabin. everybody this is the fifth whoa fifth special halloween edition of the danger hour wow give it up for me five years Woo! of course due to the traditions we have here i had to uh really really shell out the big bucks for that uh that high production value intro you know gotta hire that creepy old bastard to come in here and do his little voiceovers but you know what i think it's well worth it because uh a lot of you guys seem to enjoy them. So there you go. It's all for you. <laughs> and I'm going to be telling uh, some scary stories here and there. That was the first one you just heard. I hope you really enjoyed it. And I hope it blew your socks off with fright. <laughs> it was okay, James. I've actually heard lots better. Oh, Christ. Listen, dude, don't try to blow this goddamn show for me, okay? This is my favorite time of the year. My favorite, uh, my favorite holiday. And so I, I really don't appreciate you with your negativity this time, okay? I'm just saying that I've heard scarier stories, James, that's all. Oh, yeah? You think you got a better scary story? Sure, James, I got one. All right, let's hear it. Okay, James, well, here it goes. So once upon a time, it was like a super foggy, super dark, black Halloween night, okay, James? And I was getting ready to go and to go trick-or-treating. And I put on all my costume... And all I had left to do was put on some bloody red nail polish, James. And then I would have been ready to go out the door. So I slowly walk to my nail polish drawer, James. And when I open the door and look inside, I didn't have any red nail polish, James. All I had was purple nail polish, James. And I couldn't, I couldn't paint my nails red, James. And it would not complete my outfit, James. And so I went, ah! 
you fucking kidding me? James, you don't know the importance of matching colors for your 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 outfit, James. It's it's a very critical thing. I I don't give a shit. That wasn't a scary story. You know what that was? A goddamn waste of time. Get away from me. Go. But James, I, just, I like Halloween. Go. But James, I like Halloween too. I want to be a part of the show, James. What did I say? I don't want to hear your shit. You're ruining everything. This is my favorite fucking time of year and you're ruining it. But James, I want to do stuff too. No. Sit in the corner and shut up. You sit in the corner and you wait for me to call you back over. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, anyway, uh, my birthday just passed, everybody. Another reason why I like this time of year, because it's all about me. Oh my god, happy birthday, James! Shut up! 32 years old. 32 years old. Uh, on a side note, it just, uh, it just passed Back to the Future Day. Did you guys celebrate? Did you guys watch Back to the Future? Because I sure did, goddammit. That should be a national holiday. You know what the cool thing is? Um, near, near where I live, there is something called the Puente Hills Mall. It's a shitty mall. It's always been a shitty mall. The only reason it's still standing is because of the theater that they put in there a while back. And uh, that's the only fucking reason this place is not closed down. It's always been shitty. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. The point is, they actually filmed the iconic, legendary Back to the Future scene, you know, where, they, uh, where, where Doc Brown gets in the DeLorean time machine, and he's, you know, telling Marty, he sends the fucking Doc Einstein into the past, or, sorry, into the future. Or was it the past? Uh, it was a minute into the future, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm already getting it wrong. I just watched the fucking movie through. Anyway, the scene where they're driving the car around in the mall parking lot and they get to 88 the very first time, right? And uh, and then when like the, the Libyan people come and they shoot up Doc and the whole shit. So that, they filmed all that in the uh, Puente Hills Mall parking lot. And uh, it's so fucking cool just knowing that. And for some reason, you know what? That movie has always held a special place in my heart because of that, because knowing that they they filmed it right uh, close to where I live. And my parents were actually both there that night watching them film the movie. <clears throat> so that's kind of cool. <clears throat> I was a little, I was a little, I was less than a year old. And then uh, also on the movie, they type in, in the beginning, October 26th, 1985. And that was my birthday, October 26th. <laughs> so that movie, like I've always liked it and I've always, you know, it's always held a special place in my heart. So that was fucking cool. So, on Back to the Future Day, October 15th, which is actually from part two, when they go to the future. Um, on October 15th, here at the Puente Hills Mall, they put up the Twin Pines Mall sign like it was in the movie. So it's just fucking cool, man. Everybody was nerding out. They had the Doc Brown, that white, that big truck van thing that he had the car in. That was there. People had a bunch of DeLoreans there. It was pretty fucking sick. Just to see that sign there. So I got there and I took a photo. That is on the Danger Hour Instagrams at the Danger Hour. You can check that out if you'd like, if you don't believe me. <laughs> and uh, so, <clears throat> so, yeah, look at that. Fancy times. I don't know why I brought that up. What, oh, yeah, because my birthday just passed. That's why. And it reminds me of my birthday. That's all. <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's it. Happy Back to the Future Day, everybody. Fucking love that movie. I actually recently just had to buy the trilogy because uh, I was like, wow, I do not own that movie. What a goddamn shame. You know, it, was, it always used to be on the TV, so there's never any need to own it. But I don't have cable anymore. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let's go ahead and grab that Blu-ray trilogy. How about that? So it has joined my prestigious collection. There you go. All right, everybody, it's Halloween once again, the most wonderful time of the year, right? So uh, let's go ahead and get into some Halloween stories, shall we? This show will be all Halloween, uh, like it always is. 
Let me first by sharing. Okay. So, you know, Halloween time comes around and gets you in the mood to watch horror movies. That's just what happens. So I'm with my kids, you know, and there's not really many options when you're with your kids. It's all the same shit, right? It's always like, you know, oh, the kid, uh, maybe Coraline. <laughs> Coraline. Shout out to Lido. Maybe, uh, does Nightmare Before Christmas count as a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? <laughs> I don't know. I really haven't seen that movie in its entirety, to be honest with you. So, you know, there's like uh, Frank and Weenie, right? Kid-style movies. Paranorman. All good ones. But it's like, all right, where does the line get drawn? Because I watch those movies with them on a daily, not daily, but, you know, throughout the year. So it's like, you know what? Let's just step this shit up here. All right? My kids are eight and five. Let's just, let's, let's fucking break the plane here of, of horror movies. All right? Let's, let's begin this. Because I remember watching horror movies when I was young. Uh, not really. My parents didn't really let me watch them too much. But the ones that I did see, you know, they were fucking awesome. And yes, they did spook me. And I mean, back being a kid in the 80s, that's when it started getting real. <laughs> I mean, you talk to any kid that grew up in the 80s and they'll have some kind of story about a movie that scared the shit out of them. And I'm like, all right. 80s movies, 80s kids. All right. It had their, the effect but nowadays, the kids are not, it's not the same anymore. They've seen too much, all right? They know too much. So they shouldn't get as scared as we did, right? So I'm like, all right, let's step it up. Um, I think a fun movie from, for them to watch would be Halloween, right? When I talked to a few buddies at work, they're like, nah, dude, that one fucked me up. It's like, really? Out of all the movies, that one did it to you? He's like, yeah, man, that Michael Myers, oh my God, when I was a kid, it ruined me. It's like, <laughs> all right. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it's a it's a cool movie. It's still it's I mean, it's still cool to watch, but I'm thinking in the kid's perspective, it can't be. I mean, it's not that bad, right? Compared to the other shit. It's not super gory, really. It's pretty creepy. Just like seeing that dude just stalk around in the bushes. <laughs> and you know what? They never really got that mask right after that. You know that? Like the one and two, Halloween one and Halloween two. The mask looks really fucking cool. Then it just gets stupid after that. I don't know what I don't know what they're thinking. It just gets stupider and stupider looking. So anyway, I show my kids Halloween, and they're digging it. They're loving it, right? But that night, my daughter's like, "Daddy, can I sleep with you?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit, it's it's backfiring. This actually worked. My boy, sleep no problem." No problem. My daughter's like, I want to sleep with you, daddy. I was like, nope. Oh, but please. And then so, uh, you know, she's like, is there more movies, the Halloween movies? I'm like, yeah, there's like six or seven of them. What? But he's, doesn't he die? I'm like, nope, he doesn't die. He doesn't die. And, I, <laughs> and her finding that out kind of freaked her out. Like, what? This motherfucker will not die? Just, you know, that thought of, oh, you mean he's always going to be out there? In the morning, I was, uh, or the next day, I'm like, hey, why'd you get so scared about the movie last night? You said it wasn't that scary. I didn't get scared. Right? I think all tough. It's like, really? No, I didn't get scared. I just wanted to sleep with you. I was like, oh, you shithead. So I don't know if she really got spooked out or not. But I told my buddy at work about that. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, you know what? When I was a kid, but the one that got me the most was Michael Myers, uh, Halloween. He's like, but this one time, like my brothers, because they're older than him, they showed him... Uh, Friday the 13th and he's like the movie like was okay it wasn't too bad but what happened to me afterwards I was like what what happened to you right when you hear that like you have to find out what's going on so he goes yeah you know we were uh we were outside it was dark time what I didn't know is that one of my brother's friends was in the pool and then you know we're walking outside around the pool and then one of my brothers goes oh my god it's Jason and then you know he's like little five or six year old he's like huh and his friend leaps out of the pool water, <laughs> grabs him and pulls him under. And he never saw the friend. He just got pulled under the water. And he said that shit. <laughs> he said that shit traumatized him for like the next 10 years. Like, and I think to this day, he says he can't be in the pool by himself because he gets freaked out or he just feels weird about it. Like if he's you know, in the pool with people, he's cool. But if people start getting out, he doesn't want to be in there alone. Halloween, everybody. 
I begin tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, can you check for monsters under my bed? I take a look under his bed for his amusement, and I see him, another him, under the bed staring back at me, quivering, and he whispers, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. All right. Uh, oh, guess what, everyone? This year, I think it's a new thing. In some certain county, I don't know where it is, but it sounds like a small town thing. Uh, there's a sheriff who's going to post a notice on specific houses saying, Stop. No trick or treat at this address. A community safety message from Bartow County Sheriff's Office. Now, I know what you're thinking. What circumstance? Would a sheriff post a, uh, a notice on someone's door saying, do not stop here to go trick-or-treating? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He's going to do it on the homes and apartments of each and every registered sex offender in the county for Halloween. Can you believe that? Why can't this guy get some tricks or a little bit of treats, if you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fucked up in a way, right? It's Halloween, dude. They have one night to get their rocks off by looking at young kids come to the doors. And this guy's ruining it for them? This guy's got some nerve. This fucking sheriff. What a life he's got, huh? Harassing these people that have already been through so much. All right? They've served their time for touching little kids. Sure, but they served their time. Okay? Let them move on. Oh, boy. No, that's pretty fucking... I mean, you know what sucks about this whole thing? Is, you know, that's great, sure, for uh, for real, actual child predators. Predators. But, I mean, what about the people that get a bad rap on this whole thing when they didn't do anything, really? Like, I've heard stories of a guy taking a piss, you know, in the street because he really had to take a piss. And, oh, look, he's across the street from a school. So you've, you've exposed yourself near a school, and now you're a, a sex offender. Really? <laughs> or what about the, like the guys, you know, you could be like 19 or 20 years old, and you meet this chick. She says like, yeah, I'm 18. All right. You, you fool around with her. She turns out to be 17. Oh, well, she told me she was 18. Doesn't matter. Now you're a sex offender. You pervert. Right? <laughs> All I'm saying is, what about those people? Hmm? That's just not fair. That's pretty crazy though, right? They're actually going, they're going to these people, people's doors and hanging these notices. And it's got like a, you know, a giant pumpkin, like with candy in it, with, with a big red circle and a line through it. And it says stop in red with, his, with a handout and the stop sign. I mean, in Octagon. <laughs> Boy. Can you imagine that? They'd probably put a whole bunch on my door. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Just never mind that. Speaking of trick-or-treating, I brought this up on the Halloween edition of Sticks and Stones podcast, which is out now, part one, by the way. So that's a two-parter. You can check that out if you'd like. It was with uh, me, Lido, Peterson, son. And uh, Peterson's wife, Lorinda, I call her Larry, Scary Larry. That's right. Check that show out. Got some good stuff in it. It's on iTunes, Sticks and Stones Podcast, and sticksandstonespodcast.com. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and check that shit out. Part one's out now. Part two will come out soon, okay? All right. So, uh, in that show, I shared a story that I read up on, and I'm going to talk about it some more here. It's essentially... It's a pumpkin, a teal pumpkin that you put out on your porch. Now, you can either paint a pumpkin teal or you can buy a teal plastic pumpkin, right? You have it sitting there and that indicates that you are going to be handing out non-food items as well. You know, not just candies, but you're going to be handing out for the kids that have food allergies that can't uh, have candies for whatever reason, okay? 
So get this. I see this. Uh, they talk about the same thing I brought up on the other show, but this time it's a different headline. And it says, get this. What's up with teal pumpkins? They could save kids' lives this Halloween. Go fuck yourselves. Get out of here. They could save kids' lives. Really? What, is that in case the parents don't know your kid has a food allergy? All of a sudden, on Halloween, they're going to find out? Oh, he always had candy in the past, but this time, it killed him. <laughs> Stupid. I'm pretty damn sure that parents know if their kids have food allergies before they... T- well, that's like... No, they have to know. They have to know, right? Okay, so it says, Halloween is a time for a good scare and a bit of spookiness. But for parents of kids with food allergies, the holiday can be frightening for serious reasons. So last year, FAIR, Food Allergy and Research Education, launched the Teal Pumpkin Project as a way to keep children with food allergies safe, while still allowing them to participate in Halloween night festivities. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, let's see, uh, with 1 in 13 children in the U.S. affected, there's a good chance that a child on your block or in your neighborhood is living with food allergies, said Vice President. Learning about and participating in the Teal Pumpkin Project encourages empathy and a, uh, cut off. Ah, sorry, cut off. I took a picture of that story and I did not get the whole thing. <laughs> Journalism at its finest. All right, it says here in the next, uh, uh, it says, Heather Krieger's five-year-old son, Caden, is allergic to peanuts, eggs, wheat, and lentils. Because trick-or-treating can be a dangerous time for Caden, Krieger says she decided to participate in the Teal Pumpkin Project last year. The Kennett Square, Pennsylvania mom says she was surprised to see the impact that her participation had on her kids in the neighborhood. It made my night last year when a little boy and his dad came into our house. The little boy grabbed a couple of stickers and was so excited. His dad explained the boy had food allergies and each year they ended up donating his candy. Oh, wow. Listen, here, Heather. Your kid's allergic to peanuts, eggs, Wheat and lentils. The only one you got to worry about in that list is peanuts. Easy! You go through his fucking bag of candy. You take out the Snickers. You take out the uh, peanut M&Ms. You take out the, the what else? Mr. Good Bars. <laughs> and guess what? You get to keep those, all right? He gets to keep the Twix, Skittles, chocolate M&Ms, all right? There's no wheat or eggs, or lentils in those candies. So why don't you relax? All right, Heather? Fuck! <laughs> I don't understand. Like, what food allergies? My kid's allergic to, uh, like me. I'm like social children. All right, so no milk chocolate. Have some Skittles. Have some Starburst. <laughs> My kid's diabetic. Well... Here's a sticker. <laughs> Great. <laughs> How about some sugar-free candy? How about that? I don't fucking know. I just not the whole reason I brought that up is uh well because it's the Halloween show <laughs> and it's a new thing and because I like the headline. It could save a kid's life. <laughs> Shut up. Now I'm curious, has any kid really died? From going trick-or-treating and eating the candy afterwards. Is that a thing? Has it? I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure it's happened, probably. Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, speaking of trick-or-treating. Walmart has sparked some controversy. Oh, boy. And not because of, uh, you know, of being Walmart. But because of a specific product they have in their store this Halloween. That's right. Get it now, folks. The Walmart Israeli soldier Halloween costume. <laughs> oh, boy. It's got a picture of a kid with like a red, uh, one of those little red hats. 
and he's got a he's got one of those military outfits and he's got a gun. Twenty seven forty four. The Israeli soldier costume could be yours. So yeah, people are getting mad. You shouldn't have that kind of costume. You know, and there's also another one with like an Arab nose. It's like this big fucking nose you put on if you're gonna be an Arab chic. People are pissed off about that one too. That's racist. This one is uh insensitive. Yeah, it is fucking weird. Why why would your kid want to be an Israeli an Israeli soldier? Unless he's an Israeli, I guess. But it's it's fucking I've never seen any kid wear this kind of costume anywhere. Okay? I've been trick-or-treating with my kids the last four, five, six, seven years, whatever it is. I've never seen an Israeli soldier kid. <laughs> yeah, you see U.S. Army kids, right? For the most part, though, you see superheroes. Or you see, like, little wolfmen or, or, or vampires or ghosts or whatever the fuck it is. I have never seen an Israeli soldier costume. It's, it's weird. To be honest, I've never really been offended by any kid's costume. Does that mean they just don't buy these or they don't... I mean, I'm sure they've sold them before. But uh, you know what? I'm fucking tired of this shit. It's Halloween, dude. Let people do what they want. Just fucking do what you want. Yes, it might be tasteless, okay? But that's going to be on you. People can judge you in their head like, oh, man, I can't believe they wore that. Or there's a story that... um. Someone brought up on the Sticks and Stones show about uh, a specific Halloween decoration. And it's like, well, people are going to get mad, but you really got to make a big stink about it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to listen to that show. <laughs> so, the point is, dude, you can get offended by any fucking thing if you really think about it. Anything. Someone can be dressed up as a, well, let's see, it was a good one. Uh, how about a ninja? Oh, that's insensitive to, to Japanese people, right? That's an, that's a, um, <laughs> that's a martial arts skill and a, and a, a soldier that earned lethal stealth status. You can't put that uniform on. Yeah. Yeah. You got to earn to be a ninja, bro. That's all I'm saying. You can't just put on a fucking general's outfit because you got to earn that. Earn those stripes. Son, I've also seen something. Uh, I've seen some video. It's like, oh, the Mad Hatter's offensive. It's offensive to to uh, mentally disturbed people, <laughs> people with mental illness. Oh, it's insensitive. What's the other ones? Oh, a cowboy. Oh, it's insensitive to early white Americans or whatever. Not early, but you know, to white Americans of the eighteen hundreds. Just let people do what they want. It's fucking Halloween. It's supposed to be fun. Stop being a little... Stop being a wet blanket, everybody. Let the kid dress up as an Israeli soldier. Or a sheik with a big nose. What's the problem? It's, 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 a, it's, it's an evil holiday. Alright? It's meant to be that way. You can do what you want. Now listen. The schools are already trying to crack down on kids. Fine. Fine. But, you know, if you're going trick-or-treating, let the kid do whatever the fuck he wants. It's his one night to be devilish and let his dark side out. Something, something, dark side, something, something complete. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. Any day now, she'll say her first words. My wife and I have been playfully betting on what she'll say first, mama or daddy. I can hear my wife crooning over and over while she feeds her. Mama's little girl. Mama loves you so much. Sometimes she's not even subtle about it. Say mama. Come on. Mama. I don't mind it though. I still believe I'll win. When we first brought her home, she would scream and cry and nothing my wife would say could calm her down. But I knew just how to hold her to help her fall asleep. Our daughter was a daddy's girl, and my wife needed all the handicaps she could get. I sit our daughter in her chair, and my wife and I begin babbling like chickens. Mama, 
Daddy, say mama, who's daddy's baby? I pull the gag from our little girl's mouth. Please, what do you want from me? Please let me go. My wife's smile falls from her face. With a heavy heart, I put the gag back in as the girl starts to scream. I take her back to the room, locking her in and shutting the lights out. When I return, I find my wife crying. It's okay, honey, I tell her. The next one will be better. I promise. (laughs) All right, everyone. Uh, Hey, there is an FBI warning. Okay. The FBI issued an alert to police departments nationwide. Warning about a potential anarchist Halloween revolt. Plot (laughs) to attack cops, according to two law enforcement officials. The officials told NBC News that police forces have been warned that members of an anarchist group called the National Liberation Militia. That's a dumb name. Might be planning to dress up in costumes, cause a disturbance, then ambush responding officers. There is no specific or credible information about when or where the so-called Halloween revolt plot will play out, the officials cautioned. They told NBC News that the National Liberation Militia was a known group, though offered no other details on the group's makeup. Little record for such a group could be found online. The New York Post was first to report news of potential plot, saying the militia members were encouraged to wear Typical Halloween masks and use bricks, bottles, and firearms. (laughs) I don't understand this one. They're going to cause a disturbance and then kill the police officers that show up. What, like egging a bunch of houses? You better stop that or I'm going to call the police. Yeah, well, I'd see you try. You better call those police because we're going to keep throwing eggs at your house, lady. I'm calling them. All right, that's what we want you to do. <laughs> and then the cops show up. Hey, uh, there's a, there's a, we got a call of a disturbance. Uh, what's going on here? Those boys are throwing eggs at my house. And then all of a sudden, like, which ones? Uh, oh, we're fucking dead. Oh, it must be that, that Halloween revolt people we heard about. Oh, we should have been more careful. <laughs> then what? <laughs> then they disappear. Into the crowds of uh, of masked people. What is the point of this? What message are they trying to send? I don't know. I don't know why they're picking Halloween. I mean, what, what's Halloween got to do with this? Don't ruin Halloween, dickheads. Do it on Christmas time. All right? Do it then. This is supposed to be a more fun holiday. Do it on Christmas instead, okay? You'll have some kind of message like about uh, materialism or something. What do you got against Halloween? Don't ruin it for the rest of us. Assholes. Halloween revolt. Shut up. What what are you going to dress up as? (laughs) Wouldn't it be funny if they were dressed up as those Israeli soldiers, those little kid costumes? (laughs) That would cause a shitstorm, wouldn't it? And then they'd be like, Walmart was trying to warn us, but we refused to listen. (laughs) Coming right up, everybody. We're going to talk some more about this. All right. Uh, let's see. What else we got here about Halloween? Oh, look at, listen to this one. Pfft. Here's a lesson to all of you when it comes to your costumes. If you're going to go to a, a backyard Halloween party, you got to be careful on what your costume choice is because this stupid asshole, who is a semi-famous TV show guy, some show named Baby Daddy. Never heard of it. His name is Jean-Luc Belladieu. Jean-Luc Belladieu. Uh, 24 years old. It says, In open flame, set the 24-year-old actor's costume on fire Saturday night during a co-star's Halloween bash. The blaze burned his arms and legs, but he's expected to make a full recovery. So basically, this dickhead wore a uh, oh shit. What happened to it? He wore a an alpaca costume. 
Now, yeah, I don't know if you guys are smart, but I didn't know what an alpaca was exactly. I figured it was something that was really hairy. I was like, wait a minute, is that is that like an, a some kind of like a Sasquatch, or is that some kind of Star Wars character? It turns out it's just an animal. <laughs> Dummy. It looks like a llama. Is that just like the scientific name for llama? Alpaca, or is that its own thing? I might sound like a big idiot right now, but I'm sorry. I've I've heard the name alpaca before, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. <laughs> Basically, this stupid asshole was wearing a big furry outfit, and he lit himself on fire with a tiki torch on accident. So uh, basically, hey everybody, if you're gonna be partying next to tiki torches, don't wear anything very furry. That's a message from the Danger Hour. How ironic, huh? The Danger Hour is giving you safety advice. <laughs> it happens. I hate it when Brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is. That I am lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations like undammed rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without a little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom likely far surpasses mine, considering he's confined to a dark room in an isolation. I always beg for them to give him one last chance. Of course, they did at first. Charlie has been back home several times, each shorter in duration than the last. Every time without fail, it all starts again. The neighborhood cats with gouged out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby side in the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced by bits of dishwater tablets. My parents are hesitant now, using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy, and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking he's ready for rehabilitation and that I will have to just put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie goes away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he is back. And now it's time for... Stallone stands alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone in The Shining playing Jack Nicholson's character of Jack Torrance. And here it goes. S stay away from me! Hey, yo, like, why? I just want to go back to my room! Hey, yo, like, why? Well, I, I'm very confused. I just need time to think things over. Hey, yo, like, you've had your whole fucking life to think things over. And what good's a few minutes more gonna do you now, you know? Please, don't hurt me. Hey, yo, like, I'm not gonna hurt you. S stay away from me. Wendy, darling, light of my life, I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence, you know? I said I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in, you know? Stay away from me! Don't hurt me! Hey, you're like, I'm not gonna hurt you. Stay away! Stop it! Stay away from me! Hey, you're like, stop swinging the bat. Stay away! Hey, you're like, put the bat down, Wendy. Stop it! Stop it! Hey, you're like, Wendy. Stay away! Hey, you're like, give me the bat, Wendy. Stop, stop it! Stop it! Give me the bat, Wendy. Stay away from me! Stay! Wendy! Stay away from me! Stop it! Wendy! Hey, you're like, give me the bat! You know? 
I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Jack Torrance. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Halloween edition. The covers are always a safe place in my bed. Everyone's out, and I'm home alone. I slip between the covers, try not to think bad thoughts. In complete darkness, I whisper to myself, Is it stupid that I'm afraid? Don't worry, my friend. We're safe in here. It whispers back. After binge-watching a popular show about zombies, a New Mexico man believed his friend was turning into one. So he brutally beat him to death last week, police said. (laughs) Prior to the alleged crime last Thursday, Damon Perry, 23, watched the AMC show The Walking Dead on Netflix and drank multiple 40-ounce bottles of malt liquor. With a friend at a relative's apartment, Grant's police spokesman Moses Marquez told NBC News. Then Perry told police the victim, Christopher Paquin, age 23, tried to bite him, according to a statement from cops. Perry reacted by brutally beating Paquin with his hands and feet, the release said, and with an electric guitar, kitchen knives, and a microwave. I don't know about this one, boys and girls. How do you get... This guy had to be on something else, right? How do you get so drunk that you think your friend's a zombie trying to kill you? I've never been that drunk. He must have been on something else. Can you believe that shit? That, you know what? This one's hard to believe. Unless he's just one of these stupid assholes, you know. Hey, fool, like, I thought it was a zombie trying to get me, bro. Like, I'm watching this show, you know. And then, you know, this dude starts biting me. And I'm like, oh, hell no. It's going down. You know, one of those guys. (laughs) Oh, man. Kills his friend. I bet if this is true, his friend was just like, hey, I'm going to get you. I'm a zombie. (laughs) <laughs> That's not like Ray Romano. Hey, I'm a zombie. <laughs> oh, man. This dude freaks out and kills him. What? Punching and kicking him wasn't good enough. He had to go get a uh, a kitchen knife, an electric guitar, and a microwave. <laughs> Stupid. So, uh, hey, everybody. How about when you watch these scary shows during Halloween time? You don't become a violent killer, all right? If you can't handle these scary shows, how about you just don't watch? How about that? After working a hard day, I come home to see my girlfriend cradling our child. I didn't know which was more frightening, seeing my dead girlfriend and stillborn child, or knowing that someone broke into my apartment to place them there. All right, everyone, let's start closing the show out with the first segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Halloween edition. All right, everybody, I Fancy That is a segment in which I present to you some positive things for a change, things that make me happy. Aw. So 
It's the Halloween edition, so I'll lay it on you, Halloween styles. Um, what I fancy is that I get to relive trick-or-treating again because I've got little kids. That's right. I, I did it myself as a youngster, and I loved it. And now I get to do it with, uh, with my kids. And no, I don't go up like an asshole to the door with my, <laughs> with my own bag. Trick-or-treat. But I do dress up with my kids. It's fun. It's fun to get involved and, and, you know, it's like you're participating with your children and they, they get a kick out of it. So it's cool to, as a family, go out dressed up. Yeah, I might look like a dork, but you know what? I don't care because it's fun. And uh, I, yeah, I stand up there by the, by the sidewalk while the kids walk up to the door. And it's just great, you know? It's great to relive that again and look, look at all the kids with their costumes and just be that old guy. <laughs> That observes, no, there's no paper on my door saying don't. And you know what? Why would a pedophile hang out at home with that note on his door? Wouldn't he not be there and be out looking at kids while he's walking in the streets? That's pretty fucking stupid. Why would any sheriff think that pedophiles are going to be sitting at home on Halloween night? They're going to be out looking at kids (laughs) and dressed up in costumes so no one notices who they are. It won't be like, oh my god, little Timmy, that's our neighbor, Mr. Johnson, the sex offender. No, he's going to be wearing probably like a Michael Myers mask, walking around in the shadows, looking at little kids and how hot they are. (laughs) Anyway, that was a tangent, a weird tangent at that. Uh, No, it's cool, man. Last, uh, Last couple years, we go to Whittier, California. Oh man, last year I talked about it. This dude walked around. With this creepy fucking costume and like dragging some kind of chains and shit behind him. Just creeping out all the kids. It was awesome. So, I mean, I wanted to do that this year. I asked Monkey <gasps> if I could borrow his Michael Myers outfit. He's got the jumpsuit, the mechanics, uh, uh, what do you call that? Over Coveralls. And he's got the Michael Myers mask, right? I'm like, text him. Hey, Monkey, can I borrow your Michael Myers outfit costume to uh, creep out the neighbor, the kids while I'm trick-or-treating? Oh, man. It got ruined when my neighbor's... Apartment flooded. It flooded my costume and ruined it. So, that dream died. That that really broke my heart. I was looking forward to being a creep. You know, what are you going to do? <sighs> anyway, what I fancy is trick-or-treating, reliving those moments with my children. Not growing up. Not this time. All right? I know Lito sits home and he hands out candy. That does sound kind of cool. I've never done it really because I've always gone out. But, uh, you know, I guess when I'm older, I can look forward to that. But in the meantime, I really fancy going out with my kids and doing the whole thing. And on top of that, so I fancy that. I also fancy. I also fancy the goodwill, everybody. Yeah, you can find some great stuff over there. And I'm not talking about the Halloween uh, costume section, even though they have that. It's mostly like a lot of junk that people turn in and it's all ratty looking. I'm talking about the ideas you get walking down the aisles. You know, you walk in a in the like the men's suit area and you can find <clears throat> like these brightly colored blazers. Like who why would you ever wear a bright pink blazer, right? But I actually bought one last year for uh Peterson's um the Halloween party he had and I was the sophisticant. Yeah, dude, I was like, you know, you know, like those dickheads that uh that go out on the on the yachts and they got the stupid captain's hat on, <laughs> and the and the white pants and the little in the stupid blazer with the ascot. That's what I was, and I found that shit at the Goodwill. And I found that captain's hat at the Goodwill. My whole costume was like ten dollars or something. So it's just it's great. It's beautiful. You want a ha- Halloween costume? You don't have to break the bank and spend sixty, seventy, hundred bucks on a costume. Go to the Goodwill. Use some a little bit of imagination, and you can put something cool together. It's awesome. I also, I fancy that, the goodwill. So what else do I fancy? One last thing. Hmm. I guess uh, I just fancy this time of year. It's starting to cool down. I like the overcast weather. I like, oh, I was in Big Bear last weekend for my birthday, my wife and I. We just went up there, just the two of us, and we had a little adventure. It's fucking great. But up there, I'll tell you this real quick. So we go to Big Bear. I got a, you know, she's like, 
you know, we're going to go up and I know you like going camping. So why don't you get a camp, a campsite and we're going to go to Big Bear. And I can take you out to do a lot of activities. Like, you know, we, we can go. I know you like horseback riding and, uh, you know, and we can go fishing. I was like, all right. So, yeah, we did that. It was great. And yes, this will tie in. So, you know, it will tie into Halloween. So forgive me. So we went up there and, uh, you know, we went horseback riding. I rent, we rented a boat. We went out in the lake, Big Bear Lake. It was fucking great the whole day. Um, it was really sick. But so we first get up there early in the morning. Or about like, yeah, it wasn't even that early. It was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And you get up there and you don't realize it until you get out of the car. It's like, damn, it's fucking cold up here. <laughs> but the cool thing is up in there, up in Big Bear in the small little uh, village area they got, it's really fucking cool. And they got a lot of trees up there that you see the uh, autumn foliage. You know, being in California, you don't really see it too often. You know, well, being where I live, it's not that very common to see, you know, the, the orange and the reds and the yellow leaves and all that stuff falling down. But up there, it's really cool. Like, there's a lot of shit going on like that. And uh, so we wound up, um, she's like, I'm not sleeping in a tent tonight. We're not camping tonight. I'm going to get us a room. <laughs> so she found, she luckily found a room all vacancy. And we rented this uh this cool little like a like a not apartment like a motel but it was like a cabin style motel. It was fucking sick, man. It was like a little tiny apartment. It had a, a full kitchen, living room with a fireplace, a lot of wood accents. It was awesome. Anyway, I fancy the uh, the fall fall weather and the foliage and the beautiful trees. Everybody, it was so wonderful. I like and I like that brisk chill. I love I love sweater weather, everybody. That just comes with this time of year. Oh, and I have myself some uh some dark beers up there. Oh, I fucking love them. I love them. I fancy this time of year the brisk coolness, the sweater weather, the beautiful foliage and the colors and the dark beer, everybody. All of that stuff. I fancy that. Right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary. <laughs> Fuck you, moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Halloween edition. All right, the fuck you moment is, if you couldn't tell, is the opposite of I fancy that. This is where I get to jump up and down and rave and rant and bitch and complain about whatever else I want to bitch about. And we like ending the show on a negative note. So uh, here we go. Let's see, the Halloween edition. Hmm, I'm not really too angry about anything. You know what? Fuck you to people that get angry about other people coming into their neighborhoods to go trick-or-treating. Oh, why don't you stay in your own neighborhoods? Yeah, I'm mad about it because I'm that guy. I go to a different neighborhood because my neighborhood sucks. All right, there's a, there's a lot of older people and a lot of Asians in my neighborhood, and they don't want to bother with handing out candy. First of all, they don't give a shit about that, Asians. They don't care. So I'm going to go to a real happening hip neighborhood, and I go to Whittier, California. And there's a, a lovely area near uptown Whittier. It's really cool. Really cool streets. Looks like the movies. No, I mean, this, I, and I probably used this at last year. So, you know, but you know, I don't care. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. The, the, the streets are crowded with people. And I know that might suck for some of you, but I love it. I love seeing all the different people in their costumes. And it's like a big... It's just the, the atmosphere and the energy is so fucking cool. It's great. It's great. Wait, this isn't I fancy that. Yeah, fuck you to people that say we can't come to your neighborhoods. No, they don't. No one ever says anything. But I mean, I've heard other people talk about it. You know, I was talking to a buddy at work and he's like, 
yeah, dude, a lot of people, you know, they show up. I've never seen them before. They just co- they come to my neighborhood because we got good candy. It's like, well, what the fuck, man? What do you what do you want? What do you got against them? All right, just shut up and hand out your candy. What does it matter who's coming to your door? It's about the Halloween spirit. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy, though, huh? when I get older. Don't be coming to my neighborhood, goddammit. I'm going to hand out my candy to people that actually matter. Yeah, and, and, and fuck you to those people. We covered it on the Peterson show, too. On the Sticks and Stones. Fuck you to the people that uh, don't dress up. And, you know, Lito talks about it because he's actually there handing out candy. I, I haven't seen it because I don't do it. I mean, no, I take it back. I see the fucking assholes when I'm trick-or-treating with my kids. They just walk around holding their bags out to get candy. Maybe they've got a mask, but it's just like sitting on their head. They're not even wearing it. They're just walking around to get candy. That's it. They're old. <laughs> I do like what Lito does, how he just puts his hand in, into the bag and doesn't drop the candy in. <laughs> Takes it back out. <laughs> I love that shit. So yeah, yeah, I know this is weak, but you know, I, I love this time of year and this holiday, so I'm not going to get too angry about stuff. I'm going to keep it clean this time. So hey, fuck you to people that say, you can't come to my neighborhood, stay in your own neighborhood. And fuck you to the dickheads that don't participate. They want to reap the benefits, but not put in the work. So, uh, uh fuck you! Fuck you! There was no pearly gate. The only reason I knew I was in a cave was because I had just passed the entrance. The rock wall rose behind me with no ceiling in sight. I knew this was it. This was what religion talked about. What man feared. I had just entered the gates to hell. I felt the presence of the cave as if it was a living, breathing creature. The stench of rotten flesh overwhelmed me. Then there was the voice. It came from inside and all around. Welcome. Who, who are you? I asked, trying to keep my composure. You know. The thing answered. I did know. You are the devil, I stuttered, quickly losing my composure. Why me? I've lived as good as I could. The silence took over the space as my words died out. It seemed like an hour went by before the response came. What did you expect? The voice was penetrating but patient. I I don't know. I never believed any of this, I uttered. Is that why I'm here? Silence. I continued. They say the greatest trick you ever pulled was convincing the world you didn't exist. No. The greatest trick I ever pulled was convincing the world that there was an alternative. There is no God? I asked. The cave trembled with the words. I am God. Ah! (laughs) All right, everybody. Before I close out the show completely, I do have one little story to share. It, uh, It happened today in the morning, and I have to admit, this is probably... The scaredest I've ever been. That's why I'm telling the story. That's how it applies to Halloween. <laughs> Scary. Now, uh, I can't remember every, of course, I can't remember every time I've been scared in my life. But this, today was the, the most scared that I could ever remember being. Okay. It's kind of embarrassing, but you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit it anyway. Oh my God, James. Were you touched inappropriately? No, no. Oh, so you didn't feel that this morning, James? You know, why are you even here? I thought I'd put you in the corner. But James, I've, I've been in the corner the whole time, and I want to be part of the Halloween show, James. I, I like being festive. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we all know that you like being festive. <laughs> James, what are you implying? Nothing. 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 All right, fine. You can sit here the last few minutes. Oh, boy, James. Thank you. Right. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. Here, let me give you a candy bar for uh, for Halloween. For Halloween's sake. Oh my God, James, is it a Mr. Good bar? Uh, forget it then. Never mind. Oh, James, please, I want it in my mouth. Oh my God. All right, I'll give it to you after the show's over. Will you give it to me, good James. Uh yes. Oh my God. Okay. 
<laughs> so here's the story. So uh, after we went to Big Bear, we came home, and we noticed that in the fruit jar, or the fruit bowl, there was an apple that was partially eaten, right? And so when, you know, when the kids come home, my wife goes, hey, did you guys eat part of an apple and leave it here in the fruit bowl? And of course, they're going to say no, right? And so she's like, all right, come on, just tell me the truth. Did you eat part of an apple? Like, no big deal. I just want to know. They're like, no, we did it. We didn't eat it. We didn't do that. And so I'm like, fuck, do we got a rat in the house? Because there is, I, when I started looking in the garage once uh, I realized that, you know, they could put, it could potentially be a rat. And I did see a hole in the drywall. And I was like, well, fuck, has that always been there? You know, it's like, it's by the water heater. And it's like, well, shit, I don't know if that's always been there or if it's new. It doesn't look new, but, you know, regardless. So I'm like, well, fuck. Did, some, did a rat come in through the goddamn garage, you know, and then get into the, like this, uh, we got this weird cabinet with the, anyway, basically something can come into the house through that hole in the wall, okay? So I'm like, all right, is, is there a fucking rat somewhere? God damn it, right? So the next day, I get up to go to work or to get to have my breakfast for work, and uh, I notice that there's a banana partially eaten. I was like, Fuck! We got a goddamn rat. So I put out the traps and the whole deal. It's been a few nights. And, you know, nothing has happened. There's been no other uh, anything going on. Haven't heard anything. Haven't seen any signs. Nothing. It's like, well, all right. I put little mouse traps out. Because, you know, the, the store I went to didn't have any rat traps. I'm like, well, hopefully it gets stuck to this thing. But nope. For the last three or four days, no sign. No anything. It's like, fuck. This morning... I'm about to leave the house to go to work. It's early. And I hear little teeny tiny, little scratchy noises. All right? Little little scratchy scratchies. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that what I fucking, is that going? You know, sometimes you hear like the, the, the appliances make weird noises, like the fridge will pop on and something weird will happen. Or maybe, you know, like the like the Freon and the fucking, whatever it is. You hear little little things. I'm like, all right. Is that what I'm hearing? Or am I hearing some, some, some weird rat stuff going on? So I'm extra quiet. And I hear little movements. I'm like, God damn it. So I get a flashlight. I open this, these cupboards where I hear the movements. And I don't see anything. And I kick this other drawer. And then I, I don't hear anything after that. No scurrying, no movements. I'm like, well, fuck. So I move back again. Take a peek again in the cupboards. And all of a sudden, whoosh, this fucking rat flies out of the cupboard, scurries across the goddamn kitchen floor, goes into the other cupboard that is connected to that wall that goes to the garage, and he ran so fucking fast. I'm not kidding. It was like a, I'm not literally, literally one second of, whoosh, and he ran so fast that he kind of like lost his footing at the end. He crashes into one of the fucking mouse traps I've got there with peanut butter. The trap sticks to his body and he pulls it up with him into this space underneath the cupboard. And he's, it happened like in one second. And I swear to Christ, it scared the fuck out of me because I'm just, you know, I'm examining in, in the cupboard with my flashlight. And there's, it's, it's light, but you know, it's, it's still dark because it's early in the morning. The sun hasn't come out yet. And just the shock of it popping out, running past me. And I literally went, (gasps) and I I gasped like a fucking bitch. Okay. I've never done that before. I inhaled and went, (gasps) and my heart was thumping out of my chest. And I had, I had to leave the house. I had to go to work. And I'm not kidding. For 10 fucking minutes, I was rattled. No pun intended. Rattled. <laughs> oh, my God, James. That was lame. You know what else was lame, James? Your reaction. You giant fucking bitch. All right. Like, you would have done anything different. Well, sure, James. I would have been scared. But I sure as hell wouldn't have gasped like a bitch. Like a big, fat, scaredy cat bitch, James. Oh, my God. You know what? You know what? Yeah, I deserve that. I did feel like a little bitch. 
I was so happy nobody was nearby. <laughs> oh, fuck me. So there you go, everybody. You know, it, it had to take place now at, now at this time of the year, huh? It had to. So I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with this fucking rat. I got to get him out of here. God, isn't there, isn't there no worse feeling than having a goddamn critter violating your living space? Ugh, they're so fucking gross and dirty. Ah! <laughs> uh. Happy Halloween, James, you fucking bitch. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope you have a great time. Hope you have a good one. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Look out for that, uh, the Halloween militia, whatever the hell they are. That's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Scare a couple kids. You know, they need that. Uh, don't give assholes that don't dress up any candy, you know, because why would you? Uh, maybe that, sh that should be the Halloween revolt, whatever it's called. The revolt against these fucking assholes that just want to <laughs> take your candy and not dress up. Stupid 20-something-year-olds or late teens. Get, get out of here. Right, if you got kids, it's acceptable. Why, James? Because you do it. Well, yeah, of course, of course. I'm like I'm the chaperone. All right, I don't take the oh, I take my kids' candy, but you know I'm not up there with my bag open. <laughs> yeah, Halloween revolt, revolt against those dicks. <laughs> and uh, hey, have a great time, have a happy Halloween, and of course, stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. This is the end, boys and ghouls. <laughs> I hope you had a scary good time. <laughs> the fifth annual special Halloween edition has come to an end. That's it. It's time to die. <laughs> Have fun with your Jesus tildos. <laughs>